You've joined us here on another episode of Inspired by Yarra. This is a podcast created and dedicated to enhancing, connecting and inspiring the Yarra Valley Grammar community and beyond. So wherever you're listening from today, I want to thank you for tuning in. My name is Paul Joy and I'm delighted to be your host and each episode I get the privilege of sitting down with another Yog, a Yarra Old Grammarian. We trace back through a little of their journey at school and then we start to explore what's been going on in their life after Yarra and we have some great conversations and today is no exception. Looking forward to and I'm thrilled to be able to present to you the next episode, the next conversation of Inspired by Yarra. I know you're going to enjoy it. I'm thrilled today to to be able to welcome uh, David Maggs, Professor David Maggs, class of 1980 here at Yarra Valley Grammar. Uh, David, welcome back to Yarra Valley Grammar. We're actually sitting here at Yarra right now and and David's across the table from me. And uh, David, great to have you back. You've had the chance today to go for a wander around the school. I wonder if you can tell me what was one of your um, favourite places that you visited today? Oh, thanks, Paul. It's really, it really is good to be back, and and uh, the place is different enough that you you can see the progress, and yet similar enough that there's some tremendous memories come flooding back. Um, driving straight in the uh, the front gate and seeing Jack Russell's shed and the oak tree uh, was, you know, I immediately knew that we were back. And yet, as you move through and see the new buildings and the new architecture, it's just stunning what's been what's been done. Yeah. Um, uh, I think probably the highlight for me today was probably not on anybody else's list. It was uh, walking past um, uh, my dad's old office. My uh, father was the um, middle school um, master here, and so going past his office and seeing it there, and uh, that was a that was a real flashback. Excellent, excellent. So your dad was what we now call the head of middle school. Yep. Um, did you ever t- spend any time in the head of middle school's office because you had done the wrong thing? No, uh, I always uh, got looked after by Les Christie. So uh, okay. Norman looked after Les's kids and uh, Les looked after yes. uh, me and that kept it, I think, uh, the conflict of interest out of the way. That's very <laughs> wise, that's very wise. So when you were here at school, was there a particular uh, part of school life that you were drawn to? Was it a, a, a subject? Was it a, a co-curricular activity? What was, what was life like when you were here as a student? Yeah, I would say the, the the strongest memories for me are of the music here. I was um, um, involved in the jazz rock group, I was involved in the orchestra and then in the musicals that were put on uh, annually um, by uh, um, uh, Neil Bechevez and, and with Bruce Brown accompanying and as, as we're talking here now, I just had the chance to hear Bruce playing the organ here again. It was really back to school week, I can tell you. Tell me... Back in those days, did you have school assemblies and when you gathered for a school assembly, did you sing with the organ? Yeah, we did. I mean, school assembly was in those days held in uh, the what we called the large gym. I think that's still the large gym here now. And um, yeah, we had all the uh, the folding chairs clattering away in the background. But yes, there was uh, there was organ and there was singing, uh, the school hymn and, and others. Yeah, for sure. That and and you've had the opportunity to come back here to school for performances and uh, and we have some beautiful facilities here that that allow that and and you know really um, accentuate the brilliant performances that we have here. You come back here from time to time when you can to enjoy some music as well. 
yeah, I'm in the US now, and so I get over here a few times a year, uh, as often as I can. And if there's a show on, I always try and attend. I've been to the uh, the um, music in the cafe, the jazz in the cafe performances. I've been to the last one. I think was here in the um, performing arts center. It was um, uh, Seussical the musical. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah wow. That, and and certainly my own family. My brought my children along to Seussical the musical, and it's uh, it's one that they continue to talk about. It. They loved it. They it's loved it. It was a beauty. So you mentioned that uh, that you've done a bit of travel. You're not based here in Australia so much now. Um, where has life taken you after Yarra Valley Grammar? You graduated here, class of 1980. Correct. Year 12. You were a prefect here at school. Yeah. But you've then gone on to other things. So what's your current role and title and where does that take you? Yeah, so I'm currently Professor of Veterinary Ophthalmology at UC Davis at the University of California in Davis, and that's near San Francisco, near Sacramento. I've been there about 15 or 16 years, but I've been away from Australia for um, 25 years or more now. I graduated with my veterinary degree here at Melbourne and actually practiced in the Yarra Valley. I practiced for a uh, um, uh, an old um, uh, Yarra Valley parent, uh, Hugh Forbes, and lived on uh, the the winery of a, a Yarra Valley parent, uh, Mount Mary, uh, the Middleton's uh, winery, and so the, the the Yarra Valley links have continued long since leaving. But then, after about uh, five years in private practice, I realised that I wanted to specialise, and I did that over in the US. and And as I say, that's some twenty more more years ago now and uh, I've never made it back except for visits which I do really really regularly. Sure and, and excuse my ignorance but what does being a professor of veterinary ophthalmology entail? What does that mean? Yeah so I'm in a teaching role in a university at a veterinary school and uh, uh, I spend six months of my year um, uh, practicing as a veterinarian but doing only eyes, eyes of all species um, and then the other six months of the year um, uh, fulfill all sorts of research commitments, teaching commitments, um, uh, teaching um, veterinarians all around the world as well as our own students at, at California. And um, yeah, it's a fascinating c career. I feel really blessed. Was there anything while you were here at school that suggested that or that opened up this this idea to you or this this interest for you was it something that happened at school maybe i imagine in a science class or that that brought this idea to towards you yeah it's it's funny isn't it when you ask me what i remember most and what i uh, like coming back to about the school it was in fact the antithesis of science it was music um but um uh, i would say that probably what led me to my current role is the teaching examples that I saw here at, at, uh, at Yarra. And so the, the role models of the, of the career teachers who just, who just uh, taught me, I think inadvertently, they acted as role models and taught me about teaching. And so I don't know why I ended up as a vet, but I can tell you that I probably ended up as a teaching, a teaching veterinarian because of the role models I saw here. Right, and and certainly, I mean, in your own family, your dad was a teacher and and a highly well-regarded teacher and leader of our school community here. Um, I know your mum is going to be listening to this too. Tell us a little bit about uh, Trish and and her role in, I, I guess perhaps part of her role. I think she was a nurse, yeah. um, and also spent a fair bit of time maybe leading the family in terms of helping other people and connecting with the wider community. Yeah, I'm incredibly 
proud of my mum and she's taught me uh, the elements of volunteerism and of service to the community, which of course is a critical part of my role at the university as well. Yeah, um, mum uh, was awarded the Order of Australia Medal for um, uh, care of people uh, with Alzheimer's. She was a, a nurse, as a uh, trained as a nurse, but then started really giving back to the community through through care of uh, people with Alzheimer's and it's established uh, the Caledonia Daycare Centre up in Lilydale uh, 30 years ago now. And uh, so, yeah, she's been also a tremendous role model in, in teaching me about community service and how to give back. That's a, a fascinating link. I'm in the process as I'm currently the chaplain here at Yarra Valley Grammar and I've just come from a, a, a process where we're currently interviewing students uh, for the position of uh, school captain, school leadership. And reading through one of the applicants, they talked a little bit about the volunteer work that they have done throughout their time at Yarra. And one of them was giving up some of their holidays, a week of their holidays to go and work at Caledonia. And, uh, and so we do, we've re-established that connection with, that, uh, with Caledonia. Um, and, uh, and so some of our students are continuing to, to go up there and volunteer and work up there. So uh, again, the, the links with Yarra Valley Grammar uh, are terrific. And um, I wonder if, do you do anything um, intentional about trying to sustain and maintain some of the links that you created while you were here? Or is that just something that has fallen into place for example, where you lived and, and where you worked and, and you know, your mum's involvement with Caledonia, or do you actively seek connections with Yarra Valley Grammar? No, I actively maintain connections with the people from Yarra Valley. And uh, for instance, tomorrow we'll enjoy lunch with the Middleton family at Mount Mary where I used to practice and live. And um, uh, yesterday I spent uh, um, part of the day with uh, people who I uh, were in my final year at school and so, so no, the links with the school remain absolutely central to my returns, my trips back to Australia. Mm. Yeah, that's really powerful. And, and so for current students, what would, you, what would maybe some advice be around the connections or the possibilities and where that might lead, even from your own experience? Is it worth investing in those friendships and relationships while they're here at school? It's priceless. I mean, it is absolutely priceless. Um, uh, when um, I was asked for a sort of a motto for what advice I would give students, I, I said travel widely but maintain strong ties with home and, and that has really served me well. I mean there's no doubt my, um, my career and my life generally have been really well served by travel but my soul has been well served by returning home regularly. Mm. So returning home, you've returned here to Yarra Valley Grammar, is there a place here on the site, here in the property, that you recall as being something that you know was a, a really powerful memory, whether it was that maybe the first time you got on stage, maybe it was the first time you encountered such and such a teacher, maybe it was the first time you got punched in the nose on the footy field, or was there a first that you can remember while you were here in your time at Yarra? Boy, that's a really good question. Um... I don't know of a, I don't recall a first event like that, um, and certainly not a location that I would link with that. Probably a place that feels important to me here is uh, uh, the, the, the rugby field, so the lower of the sporting fields that we're looking out over now, and um, uh, I remember um, 
watching a large number of rugby games there and supporting the uh, supporting the Yarra Valley teams, that's probably one of the strongest links to place here for me. Um, the musical events were not uh, held here at the school in those days. They didn't have the Performing Arts right. Centre. So if I think about those, they were always off campus. Right, yeah, yeah. okay. That, uh, that makes sense. I wonder, and, and you're quite right, we're sitting here um, in the Performing Arts Centre at Yarra Valley Grammar uh, in Melbourne, Victoria, and we're looking over the hills and and our school motto is Lavavi Oculus. And and really that, that talks about the notion of lifting our eyes. And I wonder... What, what does that mean to you, that notion or that encouragement, that motto of lifting our eyes? Our school psalm talks about, I to the hills will lift my eyes. What, what does that phrase mean to you? Well, certainly that's been inspirational in, in all sorts of ways. I uh, loved my time here with the outdoor education, which was very strong at that time at Wooden Lodge. And uh, so the, an appreciation of nature. And in fact, the only time, only, only term of my whole school career where I wasn't at Yarra Valley was at Geelong Grammar School's Timbertop, which taught me really a, uh, a huge appreciation of the hills. Um, but it's really interesting to think about that uh, school um, motto now, uh, with it being Latin and regarding eyes, uh, and uh, that is exactly, I mean, there, there is a muscle of the eye that moves the eye of all mammals, whether it be us or, or the species I look after, that sounds awfully like the, uh, the school motto. So maybe it came to be to mean far more than just uh, it's, a, uh, it's a spiritual meaning. It's terrific. I wonder, and, and look, I agree with you, I think that there are certain muscles, if you like, that, that if we don't use them, then they deteriorate and, and, and become almost useless. I wonder in terms of aspirations and in terms of young people today getting the most that they can, whether it be out of their schooling, whether it be out of their relationships, what are some muscles or maybe habits that you would encourage them to keep practicing in order to be all that they can be and to grow into maybe what they see way off in the future? What are some maybe habits or or routines or rhythms that you would encourage yeah well the things that have worked from the things that have worked for me uh, have been to work hard play hard um, uh, and and that's certainly what took me to the US um, and and then I think uh, f for me the other thing is 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 loyalty um, loyalty to um, place and loyalty to friends um, it's the reason I keep coming back and it's the reason I feel I think so incredibly welcomed here is I've, I've had incredibly loyal friends who despite my leaving Australia have, have um, stayed right by me and incredibly loyal family members I mean think about as an only child leaving your parents and moving across the world like that um, and yet I felt supported by them all along and so I would say uh, Work hard, play hard, and loyalty are the things that keep me going. Mm. I love that work hard, play hard. That uh, that might be the uh, the title of this episode of, of this <laughs> podcast uh, for this particular episode, work hard, play hard. And, and I think there's some great wisdom wrapped up in that. Um, I wonder if we just for a moment, just speak to our parent community, our parents, whether they be parents of Yarra Old Grammarians or current parents, and in the role of a parent, how, how do you help young people, students, to uh, to be all that they can be. 
Yeah, that's a really good question. And as a person who uh, elected not to have kids, my kids are my students. So my veterinary students are, are, my, are my kids. And so um, I, the way I would uh, inspire them is um, I, I think that the most important thing for us to remember is is that r role modeling is usually behavior and what people do and not what they say. And in fact, if, people, uh, if people's actions and words are opposed, then it's been well shown that, that the, the mentees, the people who are following and, and in their footsteps will follow the actions, not the words. And so f for me, it's, it's leading by example in a, in a, um, in a role modeling sense. That's, I think that's the best way for us to inspire those who, who um, um, uh, follow us. Mm. It's terrific. Um, Professor David Maggs, it's been delightful to spend a couple of moments with you. Um, Yarra Olgramari in the class of 1990, the son of Norm Maggs, who is 25 years here, a staff member, uh, the son of Trish Maggs, who uh, has had a, a very influential role, not only in your own life, but certainly in our local area, and, uh, and awarded an AOM for her work and service to the wider community. Um, thank you for spending a few moments with us and, and sharing a little of your insight and, and what not only your Yarra education has taught you, but also life education. And uh, I wonder if you've got any passing words of, of advice or uh, um, encouragement for our audience, and then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, thanks, Paul. It's been a real pleasure and nice to get to meet you too. Um, yeah, there's just that one final piece of advice, travel widely but maintain strong ties with home. Yeah, terrific. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. See you. Well, that wraps up another episode of Inspired by Yarra. And I hope that you found this conversation interesting along with many others and many more to come. It's a thrill to continue to produce these podcasts for you to help build the connection between Yarra Ogramarians with one another and indeed with our current Yarra Valley Grammar community. Uh, those who are currently staff, students, parents of this great school. If you, in fact, have got contact with or would like to hear one of your old classmates here as a featured guest on this uh, podcast, then we'd love you to let us know. And you can contact us via the community section uh, within the ybg.vic.edu.au website. Of course, if you go in there, you'll see more information about this podcast and, and each episode has its own unique set of show notes that we've uh, drawn up and written up. If you want to know more information about today's guest, you can head on over there to the website and find out a little bit more. Also links there for great ways that you can stay in touch with the YOG community. I hope you will enjoy uh, sitting down with us again next episode where we'll get the opportunity to meet with another YOG community member. My name's Paul Joy and it's been a delight to spend this time with you. Thanks for tuning in. Share it, like it, continue to uh, subscribe to this podcast and we hope that uh, it continues to inspire you to make a positive impact in the world around you. Mm -hmm.